money. What? It was at the bottom of the hamper, the $15,000. I, I must, I must have forgot to deposit it. After you fired that poor, poor man, sick as a dog, you just kicked him out on the street. After you told me to. Yeah, that may be. But you're the one who's gonna sue for wrongful termination. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriends podcast. Today's episode is called Hustle and Dough. You know what I have a pimp. Man, Grammy, wait, not Grammy, Oscar. Uh Oscar award winning 3 Six Mafia worked on those songs. But yeah, that's a nice little callback. By the way, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode was written by Vincent Brown, original air date. 10 2006 my birthday oh my god guys <laughs> that's right i'm a libra in some books i'm a libra anyway um <laughs> definitely not scorpio definitely not oh but, no um i don't know how that works but people tend to not like us like scorpios not us anyway i'm gonna cut all that they're insane what they are puff is a scorpio well then, I am not. Well then, I am not. <laughs> not my Drizzy. Anyway, Drake is absolutely a Scorpio. <laughs> <sighs> who was I thinking? There's some. You know who? No, he's not. I was gonna say Khalil Kane is a Scorpio, but he's not. Anyway, speaking of Khalil Kane, so this past um, oh my god, like a week ago, I went to this thing in New York called the Sunday Solidarity Brunch. It was to celebrate the end of the strike um, with actors in New York. Just actors, directors, writers, you know, people like that, talent agents, casting agents. And I met Mr. Khalil Kane. I watched him in a panel and, um, you know, got to talk to him. But I will say, he is so much like Darnell. He's very loud and, like, braggy and, like... (laughs) It's really, like, that's him. Like, those lines that we see are like him like he was on a panel and they were like so um tell us what what you do in the industry and so each person would go down the line and he was first and he stood up he's like i'm khalil kane i'm a producer director actor writer man i'm a goddamn wizard (laughs) and everyone's like oh oh, okay and you got like a light clap like all right and then every question was like that. It was like, well, you know, because, you know, I, I started writing because people kept giving me scripts where the writing was horrible. So someone said, Khalil, if you could do it better, you should do it. And I did it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. Don't ask me how so I, I did like, it, but I did. I was like, wow, he'd be a good interview if we could get him. Um, but I yeah. told him about our, about our pod and he seemed moderately interested. Um, so <laughs> we're going to see. We're gonna see if we can get him. Shout um, out for Khalil Kane. Yeah, he was he was very interesting. So that happened last week. And moving on into girlfriends, <laughs> Woo! we're excited because this is a non Monica episode. I'm so she excited is about missing. that. I love that and not needed. Not needed. We didn't need her. She only. <laughs> she don't, I mean, they say she work at the restaurant. She ain't need to be in this. Nope. But I'm gonna start with the cold open. And it starts at the J spot. William and Maya are there. She tells William, I called you four times. Why didn't you call me back? And he says, you sounded upset. And she's like, well, I am upset. He's like, that's why I didn't call you back. And they make a point to have Maya talk about uh, the fact that she's drinking a virgin mojito. I don't know. Maybe that's a nod to her still trying to conceive or she doesn't know if she could be pregnant or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. Etsy, you know about the, uh, you know about the, the virgin drinks, right? The mocktails. I'm not a drinker. The mocktails. Yeah. Which is like, what's the point? (laughs) Well, the point is because at this point, drinking has become so socially ingrained in our society that like, you gotta just have a mocktail that looks like a drink, even when you don't drink. So nobody don't come for you. Yeah. And you just want to like be with the vibes and chill and hang out and have fun, but you ain't trying to drink. So you gotta have the fake drink. That's so sad. That socially people will scare non-drinkers into buying fake drinks just to fit in. 
That's yeah, not cool. It's like you gotta have a mocktail chill. I'm the mocktail queen. Anytime y'all seen a drink, yeah, it was a mocktail. Mm. Got him. <laughs> when I was in college, before I started drinking, I had something similar, but I would just put like soda in a red cup. Like I'd be drinking like Coca Cola in a red cup. Oh, I love that. And it, they, you, they don't know. They absolutely don't. They don't know that I don't got nothing in it. It's just Coca Cola in a red cup. All you gotta do is just sip on it, small, small, small. small. Yeah, sip on it, small. Don't, don't do the, you know how you yeah. typically drink it. Just sip, sip. So uh-huh. make it look like they got you got whiskey or, or rum or some shit in there. So I feel you. I was just young. I was a kid. You're a grown ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was You're in like, the teens. What do you do for fun? I'm like everything else. I be out here. That's cool. At least you don't got to be like, well, I can't have fun yet because I ain't drank yet. That's that's a lot of people exactly. have that. And that's cool that you don't even need that to have fun. So cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So the situation here in the cold open, which we're kind of drifting from, is that Joan heard from the accountant that over $15,000 is missing from the restaurant. And William has a delayed freak out. He's looking under the chairs and tables. He makes a lady get up from a chair to look in the cushions for it. I don't know why they're having this conversation while there's patrons there. I don't know. I feel like it's a private thing. This is something that you have in the back. but Yeah. But Maya says she thinks it's an inside job. And Joan's like, how do you know that? And William said, because nobody knows more about stealing from the workplace than Maya. Apparently, when she left the firm, a few things went missing, including a new laptop computer. And Maya's like, oh, please, like anyone would go through the trouble of putting a laptop between their thighs, pulling the fire alarm and sneaking out with the craft. I'm like, why the fuck would you give all that information up? Because she don't work there no more. And she's talking to her friends. So I she knows the date. For fuck. Them. They can Maya. still prosecute you, right? If they find that shit in your house and <sighs> ain't no statute of limitations on that. She know Joan and William ain't going to do that shit. If they haven't mentioned it to her until now, they're not, they not thinking about that laptop. Joan so. don't even work there no more, so she don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I'm thinking William. William still does. Yeah. So I'm like, my, you're supposed to play dumb unless they have evidence. And even if they have For evidence, sure. you play dumb. I agree. You take that shit to but, the grave. <laughs> yeah. But then we get a full theme this time. Did you get a full theme song? Did you notice it? We did. I was like, oh, it's kind of weird because they're all slowed down to fill the space that Jill isn't there anymore to make it timed right. Yeah. So they're yeah. just like... It's even slower. It's almost yeah. like too too slow motion. I think they're too slow. Yeah, it looks... Like they're doing the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Or like it's sports and they're doing the super slow-mo. Like, he's running, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's uh that was weird so we start the episode out um proper with maya and joan just ending a workout and lynn comes in right after just conveniently and saying she uh lost track of time because she's mass mailing her press kits to labels what oh man these days those Holy are the days <laughs> and she's like i uh joan i need to borrow your postage meter what the fuck is that i don't know what the fuck a postage meter is and I know technology. I, I I don't even know how what this is about. Yeah. Um. But she goes into the laundry room and finds it and says, oh, Joan, you need to update the credit card on this machine. I'm like, how you know that? Mm. So Joan's like, what the fuck, Lynn? What, what are you doing? And Maya's like, oh, Joan, chill, chill. She's doing something. She's working hard. She has some follow through. And then Maya says, how's the music game going? And she's like, well, it's not only hard out here for a pimp. I was like, ah, I see what you did there. Now we just need to whip that trick reference and we've completed the the name game. We don't get that. (laughs) Lynn says she passed out over 100 CDs. Oh, my God. God, you know, that's crazy. Like, that was how you got your music out. Yeah. And nowadays you got social media. You don't have to pound the pavement. Like, if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for social media, I'd probably be on the streets of New York trying to promote this podcast with some flyers. <laughs> Yo. How else would you get the word out? That's crazy. You'd have to put out an ad in a newspaper. You can't hear a podcast in a newspaper. No, I'm saying you'd have to put out an ad in the newspaper. I know, but... Like, you, but... That's what they used to do. Oh, I see what you're saying. You would have to do that even though in my mind it's not effective. Yeah. Because how else The person would... would have to look at the ad and then go, okay, well, let me look this up and then have the time to set aside to look it up. The same Some way people they will would... see it and be like, oh, I'll do it later. And then later never comes. 
and NATO never comes or pay for a spot on the news station. I feel like the newspaper would be the cheapest yeah. way, but on a radio, radio station. station. Yeah. Like during the commercials. Uh-huh. Check out the new Oh Hell Yes Girlfriends podcast uh-huh. featuring Nettie Smith and Etsy Rowe. <laughs> you love the show Girlfriends. This might be some interest to you. Available yeah. on any podcast platform. Whatever, you know? They but didn't even that's have just podcast platforms. Well, I don't think they did, okay. except for maybe Apple. Well, I used to be on um on iTunes, actually. Okay. They might have had them. Like, you had to have the computer iTunes. I don't know if it was an app yet on the phone. You had to go to a computer and click on iTunes on your computer. Oof. And listen to them. And download it on your iPod. That's right. But you had to get to the computer to get it on the iPod. You couldn't just do it direct. Uh-huh. I remember those days. <sighs> oh, a lot of steps, a lot of steps. But uh, she's passing out flyers and shit. She went to Capitol Records to pass out flyers, but not because she got a meeting set, but because she bribed a security guard to let her into the empty offices. Which, if you can get that going, yeah, I know take that's it. motherfucking right. Yeah, I'm here for that. And then um, Maya calls her desperate. Well, that sounds desperate. Hmm. Um, my oh my, what a what did you think of that when she said that? My oh my, do we forget? <laughs> hmm. That's desperate and putting your life in danger on a fucking freeway in in the middle of the fucking pits of the ghetto isn't desperate. And your child and your baby. Hmm. I like what what Lynn did more than I like what Maya did. Yeah, I don't know but what I mean, the fuck. At least Lynn should actually make some type of sense. She's going directly to the source. Yeah, you like know? she wasn't. Maya wasn't going to no book offices or no publishing offices and doing what you know the exactly. equivalent of what Lynn is doing. Plus, I'm like, first off, Maya, you were just praising her for following through with her dream, so let's chill on that. But let her be desperate, because like the first person to call her lazy would most likely be Maya, if she don't got no job. And talking about how she can't stay with you if she don't have no money, she can't stay in your your guest room. So like, what's she supposed to do? Isn't it interesting that Maya is sort of like the one who got successful the latest, but she's the one to call someone lazy the fur the fastest. Like, well, the the thing is, is that she still has Lynn underneath her because no, I'm saying like yes. out of the other three, right? We know Lynn is like the habitual oh, gig right. worker, whatever, whatever. But like. It's just interesting how the person who's the least established is the one who's the first to call a motherfucker lazy. Like, excuse me? Well, I mean, she got a nationally recognized book. I don't know. I don't say she's the least established, but... She just got into that, though. You feel me? Like, it's like, almost like new money. Like, bitch, Mm. please. Maya's definitely acting stank this episode, for real. I mean, Mm -hmm. she does have some funny moments. We'll get there. But Maya defends her freeway work and says that wasn't desperate. That was entrepreneurial. I got a bestseller, a booth at the African marketplace. What you got? Why is it a competition between Why are we comparing? Like, I didn't know it was a competition. Yeah, that's your problem. She's trying to be successful. Let her do what she can. But Lynn said, I got the addresses of these A&Rs. And I'm about to send them my shit. And I got um, a chance to perform at a showcase. Oh, well, so it's open mic. I'm at this place called Prometheus Underground. Did that name ring a bell to you? <laughs> Did that sound familiar? Is that one of those um, open mic spots that used to be over there by like Delancey? No. The Village. The Village Underground? Yeah. It was in, it's, in, um, it's in the Village. It's over on West 4th. Oh, okay, very okay, similar okay. setup. Very similar setup. I used to go there a lot. Um, it's the kind of thing where you can put your name on the list, but that don't mean you're singing tonight. Yeah, it just means. Uh, yeah, I if, remember those days because, you know, somebody you'll get on there a little quicker. Um, if you don't know somebody and you kind of knew, they'll put you toward the end of the list. They just kind of hop around. So you could be there. It's 1 a.m. and you still haven't sang yet. And they call you at one thirty. You better be on it, <laughs> you know. Uh. Um, so it's interesting that they do. They have this kind of analog version of it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing now. Are niggas still doing open mics now? I don't know. I haven't been to an open mic in so long. It's been a few years. Yeah, 
I don't even know how that works anymore. Maybe I should pop right back into it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she's like, Maya's like, oh, Prometheus Underground? Is that the place where all the people got shot? And Lynn's like, oh, yeah. So you can see it's popping there. And I'm like, haha, literally. (laughs) And then we get an optical flip and we see see her waving around a a towel or a rag or some shit. Like she Petey Pablo. North Carolina. <laughs> so what's happening in this scene? So she cleaning somebody's car, right? She has on this shirt. I guess she's a part of, it seems like it's one of her gigs that she got, but she chose to clean the exec's car. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing. And she slides his CD. She slides her CD to him. And then he's like, um, okay, girl, I'm good. He thanks, just tosses no it thanks. into the passenger seat like, hey, whatever. <laughs> you know how they be acting. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, girl. So that was her, another way of her trying to get her music out there. That's actually very smart of her. Um, very To kind of so. find, like, how are you also going to get close to their car? I would have, I mean, I don't know if she does this. I think she might. Listeners, you probably know. I'd put my CD already in the deck. So when they start the car... You know, that's the first my one he's already playing. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, what is this? Oh, wait. You know, if it's that hot. I mean, she says track four is going to make your mama scream. So I'm like, yeah, okay, put it on track, track four, four and just start, have him start the car up, you know. But then all of a sudden, as he's driving off, Lynn has this black scent that she speaks in. Did you realize this? Did you hear this? I did. You know, the, the biracial. Do do oh, I don't no. know. Felix. I can't go. I thought about maybe she's tapping into one side of her DNA, but like we ain't never heard her talk like this. Well, not us saying the same thing at the same time with the same girl. I don't know. This is what they do. <laughs> and if we say something, it's an issue. Just don't, I don't know. talk like that. Why then at that she, moment did she, she need to talk like, like that? She sounds like a black exploitation film. Like I don't know about that. She sounds. I don't like watch those. Foxy. I'm telling you, listen, go on YouTube and look up a scene. You don't even got to look up the whole, but watch the whole thing. Look up like a five minute scene. Her and Darnell, shout out to Darnell. That's how they talk. Her in this scene and Darnell, like everything is like a, uh, a dance, right? With their words. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I don't know what. Everything sounds like a song. Right? <laughs> What it sounded like to me was like when you have a um a mixed kid who's hanging out with blacks for the first time and they don't know how to uh, fit in and they they want to sound cool so they just go with what they think sounds cool. That's what it came off as to me cuz I guess I'm not familiar with black exploitation movies but it came off like oh I want to be black so bad and I'm not fully but I'm trying to hang on to the last bit I got, you know. That's mm. what it came off to me. <laughs> That too. It also reminded me of uh, of Britney Spears' impression of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, Britney Spears by way of Michelle Williams. Yes. Yeah. Oh shes, oh shes. Was it? Oh shes. <laughs> oh yeah, oh shes, oh shes. Genuine. <laughs> what the hell is oh shes? Like it's always oh shizzle. Is it? Wasn't it shizzle? Back in the day, From, uh, a white person d- doesn't have that to distinguish. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, like, who said faux shiz? I just—it's always for shizzle. I don't know. But um, we move over to the open mic, and um, the girls are there too. It's almost one a.m., and Lynn has yet to go on. Go home. Um, really? These don't—they used to start at like what eight nine p.m. Mm-hmm. If it's yep. one, baby, go home. What if they call because, you at two? Because by the time it hits that time, the person who you would have wanted to connect with is Most gone. likely ain't there no more. No. Not at no 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Those A&Rs, they be working late sometimes. They know the party scene. They do. But damn. Yeah. That's how it was at the Village Underground. It'd be 1 a.m., and then they call my name at one thirty, and I'm like, I'm sitting here like, oh, me? Okay. <laughs> you got to <clears throat> make sure the voice is on, because at late at night, 
by that time the voice is sleepy mm-hmm. you know oh but, but me. that's what happens definitely have so i don't know if i i, I didn't think go home but i just was like i mean she wants it she wants to impress the anrs mm-hmm. so i say stay i like that she told the girls they can go home that was nice of her that was sweet i would have been like so, thank you that's what that's what joan was like she was like oh god thank you so maya's there she's freaking out because it's dirty in there there's a girl smoking inside and she tells her to put the cigarette away it's illegal which it is yeah good call and maya's like i'm catching hep a through c up in here and then we see some guy who comes up to her and grabs her this actor's name is taryn killam he was on Matt TV and SNL. It's probably the best thing he's known for, uh, SNL and Ooh. Matt TV. Remember Matt TV back in was the day? Was he on the Matt TV with um, that woman they used to do the Whitney Houston impressions? Were they in the same? Uh, he, yes, he was on there around the same time, I believe. Uh, Matt Deborah. TV was like the true T to SNL. It was like SNL's yeah. rebellious little sister. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. ready for Matt TV. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was just grittier like i would try to watch snl and it just wasn't hitting like that like it wasn't yeah. given it was like disney compared to yeah. to matt tv it was definitely given sugar coated but yeah they he was on the same time as her yeah so um yeah that's that's probably where i was like i know his face mm-hmm. and yes taryn killam comes up playing a character called jordan gray and he just grabs Lynn without our consent. Jordan Gray, A&R, Gersh Records, U.S. And you are? Lynn Searcy. I've had my eye on you all night, and now that I'm this close, I don't want you to get away. And she makes fun of him because he's young, and he's like, yeah, I'm young, but I find that means I find everything new and exciting, especially you. And he wants to give her an audition <laughs> at his loft. A private audition. Because there's oh, great ac- acoustics and shit. You know, that's what they be trying on you. Sure. That's how, that's how they do it. And she makes a Jody Watley reference. It's basically saying that his game is so old school. And he don't know who Jody Watley is. And she's like, oh, because you're so young. But I think it's just because he's white. I don't yeah. think it's that. But Lynn ain't yeah. with the BS. She knows. She knows this shit is whack. Well, at first, I guess. Mm-hmm. He says he wants to mold her and sculpt her. He says her body art would be great on a CD cover. I'm like, you know what? Now that's true. I think it would be. It definitely would be. But he continues to rub her inappropriately and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, God. Me too. Hashtag. Mm, nasty motherfucker. He says, oh, I'm sorry. I tend to be hands-on with my clients. First off, she ain't your client. Number Second one. Second off, don't you hate when people be like, um, you try to shake someone's hand and they be like, oh, no, I'm a hugger. And they'll hug you. It's like, bitch, what if I'm not a hugger? Exactly. And I'm not a hugger, so what now? Right. So what now? That's like saying, you know what I am? I'm going to punch you in the facer. <laughs> How about it? It's like, you don't get a choice when someone says I'm a hugger. I hate that. Like, And if you say, um, I'm oh. not, then it's like, you're the bitch. Like, Yeah, you're a bitch. Wow. It's not a big deal. It's just a hug. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to get out of something like that. I don't care. Niggas I'm don't still a hugger. A <laughs> I'm still I'm a hugger. We can we can be diseased together. Oh God, that thing again. <laughs> we could get sick together. We could die together. Um, she says, you know, I'd rather have your ears on me than your hands. And for some reason, they get off to showing off what names they have in their phones. Tell me who you want to call. Huh? Mark Burnett, Simon Cowell, Damon Dash. Oh, honey child, anybody to punch in some numbers. Oh, you don't know Dame. You don't know him. No one calls him Damon. <laughs> Damon Dash. You mean Dame? He's like, yeah, that's a fake number. You don't have Dame. You don't have him. Rockefeller? Who calls him that? Nobody. <laughs> so, Liz, like, nah, those numbers could be fake. Look, in my phone, I got Buckingham Palace. And he goes, I have the real Queen of England, Elton John. That was a cool line, but I didn't believe he had that name either. <laughs> So we move on to Lynn sleeping near the stage. The girls see her and they're like, your name was called. I'm like, well, why you let her sleep on the floor? Like, why <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, as soon as they would have said, hey, anybody here for Lynn? Lynn, you run over and wake her up so that she doesn't miss her spot. Or be like, right here. I'll say I'm Lynn for now. 
Right. You know, to kind of play so they don't be like moving on to the next name or whatever. But why why is she I don't know. I feel like the friend should have made sure she didn't fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Somehow. Or at the very least, I mean, sometimes you could get an estimate on what time-ish as the night goes by. Like, if they're halfway through the list and it's 12 o'clock and you're number 70 and we're on number 55, I can give or take, tell you. Ish. But remember, he 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 kind of picks who he wants to go. He's kind of oh, picky, you know. what I mean, he'll skip he over, that and that's shit. why he's always telling her, "I don't know, I don't know what time, or I don't know if I can get you in today." And she's already her name's already on the list, but I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see, uh, uh, you know. So I don't know. We'll, mm. I don't know. So now she's missed it, and she runs over to the guy in charge. His name is Mike, and she tries to explain everything and he's like nope you missed your chance now this actor is zach ward do you know him not personally but you've seen this guy he looks familiar red hair mm, scary looking dude he definitely looks like a white boy i see in one of the movies yeah he was in freddie versus jason i think that's where i know him from but he was also in a lot of 90s stuff when he was younger mm. but you know how that you know white people anyway I so mean- she <laughs> begs for five <laughs> minutes she just wants five minutes to do one song there's a lot of a handheld camera work here. I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it looks really good. It's becoming more like a drama kind of. A little like, more serious. Um, yeah, I like it. Like it's on NBC or something. <laughs> and uh, Mike's like, nah, I ain't with it. But then he talks to the, the A&R guy. He's like, Jordan, I heard you just signed so-and-so. He's going to blow up. And Jordan's like, oh, I know. And he walks away. And Lynn's like, ding, ding, ding. She sees an opportunity. To try to make something happen. And she walks over to Jordan, the A&R, and she switches it all up. She's like, oh, I've been trying to get a hold of you, Jordan. <laughs> what do you think of this change of heart for Lynn? You realize she was just trying to be like, oh, you you about something? You signing people? Okay. I'll take <laughs> you seriously now. What would you think of it? Um, I didn't fault her for it. I still wouldn't have went over to his crib, though. Because what, what is going to come of, of, of that? <sighs> and thinking about what time it is. It's like 3 a.m. Yeah. I mean, it's hit or miss because it is late. Um, You don't know what is at his house. You don't know what he's going to do. Even if you're over there, like, because, you know, Lynn was probably like, oh, I could sleep with this guy and he might give me a shot or whatever. But you don't know quite what someone is capable of Mm -hmm. until you are in their house Mm -hmm. under their, like, they have the, they can lock the doors. They don't, you don't know what they have going on at their house. Um it might not just be sex. It might be something further than what you, you're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Part of me is like, because it's Lynn, I'm like, go ahead. Um, you know, try to get signed. <laughs> but yeah, any other person, I'm like, oh, now he, because you heard he signed somebody recently. Now you want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't really see an issue with that because this is the industry. Niggas do that shit all the time. Switch up once they see that you legit. But um, okay. It's just the coming to his house. Ooh, 3 a.m. Ooh. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. But he, he look at her and go, he goes, oh, you've been looking for me, huh? Why? Because you can't reach Buckingham Palace? So she plays the game. She's like. I was thinking maybe I was being a little too hasty about saying no to a command performance for you. So, you still want to check out my sound? I'm liking it already. What'd you say you left us again? They leave and we move on. Back at the J spot. So we're trying to figure out who stole this fifteen thousand dollars. What'd you think of the storyline altogether anyway? First off, before we go any further. Um, I was like, how the fuck do y'all not notice fifteen thousand dollars is missing until now? It's such a big amount of money. But then I'm also thinking the way they going off about this fifteen racks. Isn't this the same man who be buying $5,000 pens? <laughs> William, you got it. Cover that shit. You got it. Yeah, but you can't have niggas stealing from you. You have to nip that in the bud or they're going to steal. If it is stolen, next time it'll be 30000 Next time it'll no, be for 60, sure. I agree. And I agree with them wanting to catch whoever stole it. But it came off to me like they were more worried about the amount, you know? That's I mean, at times, but there was a moment where William says, oh, this is a hate crime. I hate losing money. Like, I hate, it isn't like, 
he just hates the principle of someone stealing from him. That's what it sounded like. Um, it didn't sound like, oh shit. Well, there was that time where he was trying to look in the cushions. So I guess he's kind of both sides of it kind of thing. But it's a lot though. It's definitely a lot to be stolen. It's a lot to be missing. <laughs> For sure. Like all um, at once too. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like someone slowly grifted. It was like just $15,000 at one time. It's pretty wild. So Joan and William have all the employees lined up. William's playing bad cop. Joan's playing good cop. Joan's like, you know, just give us the money back, guys, and we'll turn our backs. And he's like, the hell? So they can rob us blind again? He threatens (laughs) jail. And so Maya tries her luck. Maya don't even work there. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. She made the scene funny, though. This scene was hilarious. I was laughing out loud. It was so out. funny. <laughs> She's so good. Because, like, what? Do you want to go over your favorite part of it? Um, My favorite part doesn't come until later on in the scene. So when, when it comes up. Okay. <laughs> so Maya tries her luck. And Jason sneezes. And Maya takes that as guilt. <laughs> Then the white lady speaks up, talking about some... Excuse me, I don't think you have the right to interrogate us. I don't think you have the right to interrogate us. <laughs> Why are these hoes always thinking that they're right and someone else is wrong when they're the ones that's the subordinates? Like, what are you talking about, bitch? They absolutely do when $50,000 is missing, huh? Yeah, and this is an interrogation. We're just questioning. <laughs> interrogation makes it sound like it's the cops. Right. No, we're just inquiring about who knows where the money went and who may have the money. But I love when she says that and then Maya and William are like, excuse me. And she said, Maya's like, you gonna quit? You wanna quit? Why? Because you got a $15,000 cushion? You just made my list. (laughs) And then she walks over to the Spanish dude who I guess she thought was black. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> just, just tell it. You know it. Oh no! You, you you tell it. You tell it. You tell it. So she walks over to the Spanish dude who she thought was black. She's like, you know, I didn't think a brother would be caught up in a scam this flimsy. And he's like, oh no, speak English. <laughs> and she's like, well, escucha me, which means listen to me. It doesn't mean excuse me. Um, oh. Yeah, that'd be like, like better than she goes. Oh, escucha me, and Maya said, "Oh, you one of them Sammy Sosas." <laughs> <laughs> it's mad racist. It really is. Yeah, I mean, and then favorite. she go and call him. She call him Sugar Cane. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joan pulls her away, like, "Girl, this is low key offensive." So then she keeps making fun of Jason who keeps sneezing he got a cold he's like sorry i have a cold she's like sorry i have a cold <laughs> and she's like i noticed you got a pricey watch on he's like mm-hmm. yeah i won 500 dollars on a scratch off and then um she lets them all go but she thinks it's jason who stole the money mm. and william agrees and joan says but he's one of our best he couldn't have stolen the money i'm like that's why he probably stole it mm-hmm. all the ones that are the best because you'll never think of them as the person mm-hmm. who stole the money they more likely to Come get on, away true with crime it. 101. Okay. Criminal Minds 101. <laughs> I mean, white privilege 101. Oh, white male privilege 101. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Speak on it. So, Maya sees him walk back to the bar and she got, she like, oh, he got on Ferragamo on his feet. Not the big F. That's a big clue. How the fuck can you afford Ferragamo shoes? Yeah. On a bartender's salary. What you doing? He's selling his ass? Where? On the internet? Because they don't really have that, no, that back then. They, it's early 2000s. He don't got OnlyFans. They ain't had Craigslist? Oh, he did have Craigslist. Okay, so what, he put an ad and then he'd go out and he'd be ass in the air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So we move on to the next scene and we're back at the open mic. Lynn's trying to get Mike to take her seriously and she started bragging. She's like, bitch, I fucked Jordan last night. Nah, she ain't said that. But she basically made it. She may as well have said the shit. Because she's like, you are going to want to make sure I get a prime spot tonight. Stun me. Tell me. Why? I had a great meeting with Jordan Gray the other night. 
The A&R guy? That's right. Now he's gonna be pushing my CD up the food chain over a Gersh. You know, this could be your last chance to say that you discovered me. Dang, she really did this. The one night stand thing for, I mean, slip your way to the top. Whatever you gotta do, I guess. That shit don't really be working because men don't know how to keep their words. So it's like, um, mm. it's, it's, yeah. it's too much of a risk, you know? Yeah, you don't know if you're going to get the return and investment that you make. These these you... niggas don't even be invested in the bitches who they have relationships with, let alone Girl, a one-night stand. put it on a fucking t-shirt. Cash apper, guys. You Damn. feel me so? <laughs> it's just, it's always a no. The last, the, la the most least beneficial investment you can ever make is to invest in a man. I can guarantee you that. Oh, damn. That is just... Well, what are we supposed to do, Etsy? Did I lie? You, I mean, I would not say you're lying. Invest in your education. Invest in your health. Invest in your looks. Invest in a motherfucking facial or some shit. Don't invest in no nigga. <laughs> Why is life so bleak like that? Why is that a thing? What are we supposed to do? Pray to the gods. <laughs> just pray. Pray to the ancestors. I don't know. He's like, uh, Jordan, the A&R guy? She's like, yeah, that's right. He's going to be pushing my CD up the food chain. This could be your last chance to say you discovered me. He's like, all right, I'll see if I can, you know, fit you into the, you know, the list today. She's like, cool. I'll be sure to write your name in a special thanks. And I'm like, oh, Lynn, baby angel. Mm -mm. This ain't going to work out the way you thought, even the way, especially the way she kept hyping it up like that. That is <sighs> like, he's an A&R, so he does have people above him yeah i was I, that was last me my point he's not a record executive lynn like he's an a and r mm -hmm. so he doesn't have the final call on that but <laughs> so um she sees jordan across the room and goes to talk to him and as she's walking up he's like yeah i'm 24 but i told her obviously your hips do lie so i guess he was hanging out with shakira or he said he was at least and then Lynn walks up to him, and what happens? He try to act like he don't see her. Then she's like, why are you trying to act like you don't remember me? And he goes, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Excuse me? He yeah. tried to pull the whole, we never met, we just now being introduced. Mm. Did you at the time think he was kidding or that he really didn't, believe, didn't remember her? No, nah, he was trying to be an asshole. He remembers her. He was really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, obviously this is played by an actor, but I don't think an A and R could play it off that well. He seemed literally like, "I'm sorry, who are you?" You know, mm -hmm. he should he could have played a little more like a little more like a bad actor, mm. but to me it felt like he really didn't remember her, especially when she's like, "Yo, stop playing." He's like, "You're kidding, right?" <laughs> about what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, what he's talking about. He plays so dumb that I believed it at first. Kind of like Lim when um, Joan went to that party and that photographer didn't remember her. Or did he? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It felt like that. Mm -mm. So I don't know if he was kidding or whatever. But anyway, she just walks away and realized that was all for nothing. Damn. So we're at Joan's house. Joan's doing laundry. Lynn's complaining about that one night stand with Jordan. And Joan's like, wait, like, I thought one night stands are your jam. Why is this one bothering you so much? Because she didn't do it for her own pleasure. She did it because she thought it was going to help her career. And now it's, and when you're doing true. shit and when you're doing work and your work doesn't pay off because this wasn't for her own pleasure. It's like, the fuck? Did I just work for free? Yep, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially, yeah. Yeah, you played yourself. Uh she said she was she wasn't um planning to sleep her way to the top unless it was clive davis that was gonna be her last resort damn yikes would you uh i'm asking you that's the um if it was clive davis <laughs> Ooh, clive <laughs> you know, davis been old my whole life i don't even has he ever clive been young davis will get you signed tomorrow Ooh. And if you do it right, he might let you executive produce your own album. He's only done that a few times. Might let you EP. He only do that for Whitney, right? Mm. And Alicia Keys. Oh, shout out to Alicia. Well, he got, he can make money while he sleep. That motherfucker rich. He don't even need to work no more. I don't know how old he is. 
I, I remember seeing footage of him when he was first signed in Whitney Houston and he was old. And that was like 30 years oh, ago. Damn. 40. So Hold that on, nigga been up. old for, for, my, for my whole life. I have I'll never see seen that. him as a young man. <laughs> he was born old, yeah. He was born old. Benjamin Button. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's 91. Yeah. Makes sense. Holy shit. Oh, he probably about to Just, die. God forbid. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. No shade. Damn. That's a good life, though. Living 91. That's good. But, yeah, he's a tough cookie, Clive Davis. I mean, you got to sleep with him, I guess, to get to get what you want. You Yikes. Anyway, Ooh. we are going on tangents. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Lynn thinks she slept her way to the bottom. And Maya's trying to give her advice by bragging about, you know, when I made Oh Hell Yes a Phenomenon. Lynn's like, you spent a, a week on the freeway and then you were in New York. And she said, yeah, it was, was like the most dangerous week of me and my child's life. And then Lynn says Joan wouldn't even have a restaurant if William hadn't written her a check. Is that what happened? I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Lynn, shit. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because she was about to go back to law, right? She thought about mm-hmm. it. And then he was going to be her co-owner. Coco. Yeah. So Joan takes offense to this, but I think it's a good point. But what she's saying is that all the other girls' dreams came easy. Now I'm in the trenches and, you know, I'm trying to be successful. It's hard being the unsuccessful friend. Oh, Mm. I felt bad when she said that. Mm. They try to calm her fears and she runs off and storms off to the open mic. Mm -hmm. And then we stay with Joan and Maya. And Maya says, it's just like I wrote my book. Sometimes you have to stew in your own juices before you know you're done. Mm. And then Joan goes in the laundry room and yells, oh, my God, what happened here? Oh, she found the money. She Damn. found the bag. 15 racks. What? What do you do in that, in, that, in that instance? What do you do? How do you handle this? What would you do? You don't bring it up to any of the employees. And you tell William and you'd be like, listen, this is how we call play this. Don't none of those motherfuckers needs to know what the hell's going on, okay? For all they know, everything was situated and rectified, okay? I don't know why they didn't do it that way. That would have been smart. They didn't need to tell nobody. They didn't have to sit everybody down and say, look, we found the money and... At all. But they felt bad for, they felt bad for Justin, for Jason, excuse me. Because they fired him? Yeah. But they could have just hired him. And Again. been like, you know what? Yeah. You know, and not we, even tell I, him anything. Yeah. You That's bad me? writing, right? Is that they, a loophole? They, plot hole? I don't want to say plot hole per se, but just like not smart. Especially because these people are lawyers. Like, I think they could have handled oh, it way damn. better. Yeah, that that sounds like bad writing. I mean, Vincent, Vincent Brown. You've got <laughs> continued wonderful work on this show, but... Yeah, I don't know like, why they need to tell everybody that they found the money in a hamper or that they forgot they deposited the money. Just just move on with it. Put everything back the way it was as far as like bringing Jason back mm-hmm. and then call it a day. Because mm-hmm. now Jason can get his leg back, which, you know. Yeah, we'll he see. can sue. Mm-hmm. But he does get a lot of stuff. He don't, I, I would say shit God. still sue. Uh, see how much you can get out of shit. Yeah. Emotional then- distress. Emotional distress, true. Well, I, w- I would talk to a lawyer, see how much you can get, and you weigh out the pros and cons. It, they're offering you this amount now, but, you know, you're not going to get that money tomorrow. It's going to be a long thing. That's true. And you got to pay for lawyers and shit. Yeah, so, see. Yeah, just yeah, just take just take, take the money and then move on. Uh, Maya's <laughs> trying to guilt Joan about it, and she's like, you done fired that poor man. That poor, poor man. He was sick as a dog and you kicked him out in the street. She's like, you told me to. She's like, well, you're the one he's going to sue for wrongful termination. Pretty well, much, yeah. Sure. It's back at the J-spot. Joan ended up planting the money in William's car. That's actually kind of smart. But mm-hmm. then William reveals that. I buried it in your hamper yesterday. <laughs> you what? I must have forgot to make the deposit. And then I, I didn't find the bag until... After you fired Jason. Ooh, he planted it first. He surely no. did. I will. That's why you stop letting people get in your house without, without you being there and shit. I agree. All of them have keys. They can do whatever they... Oh, that would be terrible if, like, Joan ever got accused of murder or something like that. 
Oh, everybody be in and out of her house and yeah. shit. All the fingerprints are there. Everybody's fingerprints are there. Oof. Probably some DNA, fingernail clippings, hair follicles, especially Lynn. I think the first person they'd come for, besides Joan, would be Lynn, because she's there more. Mm. And then mm-hmm. William. <laughs> so Joan tells William, we got to make this right. And he's like, well, we got the money back. We're good to go. And Joan's like, no, with Jason... We ruined his life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did you? Because mm. you ain't press charges. It's a bartending job. You can get another bartending job. There's a million of those in L.A. Yeah, I don't think they ruined his life. They're doing the most. Yeah, William says being a bartender, his life is already ruined. Ah! <laughs> he tried it. That's so fucked. You never know what kind of side gig he has or what his dreams are. Mm, This episode was full of good one-liners. I will give them that. Now, I don't know what it was, but the the comedy was actually really good. That scene with Maya interrogating the the workers was just top tier. We haven't seen it in a while, especially season seven. Absolutely not. That was so good. Oh, my God. Laugh out loud. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) So we're back at the open mic. I like the girl singing in the beginning of the scene. Something about happy endings. She's good. There is no happy ending. There is no sweet goodbye. It's time to stop pretending when not. <laughs> but uh, we see Lynn. She sees Jordan from afar. And he's macking it with some other girl. And she's like, hey, still acting like you don't remember me? He's like, hey, hey, come on. It was one night. Let it go. Damn. He was just playing her. Yeah. Working for so free. So then she... she <laughs> 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 so then she knees him in the balls and says, well, now I guess I can let it go. She walks up to Mike and says, hey, Mike, what time you think you can get me on tonight? He's like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can squeeze you in tonight. I have a better idea around 2 a.m. <laughs> wow. Do you stay? You go the fuck home. This is an open mic. They have these multiple times a week in all these venues. Like, that's crazy. Mm. She says, I'll be here. Whoever the A&R, whatever the fuck, that nigga gonna be gone. Or just find another time to talk to him. But two? You don't gotta be at this open mic. Right. Shouldn't there be, like, a bunch of them? Like, they were always a bunch of them in New York when I used to go to them. A bunch of them. They're probably all there. They're probably just not as um annoying as, as Jordan. They're probably more low-key and stuff. So that means you... What, what time are you going to get, get on? Three? Is your voice even going to be up to par? Well, she got... She pulls out a thermos of coffee, so she's going to keep it warm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> she sits down, <sighs> pulls out a coffee thermos, and takes a seat now. Think about this. This is the early 2000s. It's 2006. No smartphones, right? Are we considering sidekicks a smartphone? No. What about a BlackBerry? I didn't have a BlackBerry in 2006. I had a Razor. Or are we starting smartphones from if the screen was, it has to be touchscreen? No. What makes it a smartphone isn't it the ability to navigate the internet, do GPS, and take photos. Okay. But yeah, so she can't even, you know, hang out, watch some Netflix on her phone and shit. She got to sit there and just have a, a thermos of coffee and just sit there. You know, I don't know if I could stay awake. Mm-hmm. Especially when like you got people that are doing open mics and they're not that good. And it's like, damn, I can't even watch a cool show. Mm-hmm. But that's what she does. She, she says she'll stay. And then we get the final, final scene with Jason, William and Joan. Yeah. So they're like, we feel terrible. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, of course, you have your job back. With a raise. Yes, and dental. With a raise. (laughs) William's like, bitch. William's like, bitch, dental, bitch. Where you going? Where you going to make it out? So, Joan continues, and he's like, um, no. I heard that y'all got 15 racks, bitch. (laughs) Well, at first he says, you just came in to $15,000, I hear. And they're kind of like, hold up. I don't know about all that. He goes, I could get more in a lawsuit. Oh, Jason, you know, white men, they, (laughs) you know, one thing them niggas know how to do 
Just sue. Mm-hmm. Put their name on some shit that ain't theirs. So. <laughs> so William's like, damn. All right, then $20,000 and not a penny more. And I'm like, damn. So he got his job back. I guess a raise too. Dental. The day off. Well, I, don't, I thought they took back the dental because William was like, dental, bitch, dental. Yeah, but she didn't look like she was budget. So. Mm, okay. Well, then dental and $20,000. Here's what I would do. Why well, I'm working in bartending anyway, then if I got 20K <laughs> at this point. Cause it's not let's enough. Let's go find a better job. Let's let's put the money aside and try to find a better job. Unless he's trying to be a bartender to you know so he can do auditions and stuff. Right. It's 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 enough to have a cushion at that time to last you for a few uh, months. But find something a little more fun to do instead of bartending. Have the cushion for a minute. Yeah. Go on a job search. Why go back to this shitty job? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not shitty. Maybe he like it. Maybe he liked the bartending. Oh gosh. Right, we'll see. Get the tips. We'll see untaxed. if we see J- Jason again. Well, congratulations, Jason, on your uh, your windfall. Shout out to you, Jason. That is the end of the episode. The next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, what's your oh hell yes moment? Maya's interrogation. <laughs> yes, that's mine too. Man. I was hoping so that it would be something different so that, like, we can give the listeners something to be like, huh, I never thought Sorry. of that one. No, that was that it for was me. I laughed out loud. <laughs> oh, you one of them Sammy Sosa's. Not the Sammy Sosa. Oh, my God. She's like, I dated one of them. I know about y'all. <laughs> and then when when the white lady spoke up and they're like, what? what, 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 what? That was good. I'm so happy they didn't put Monica in charge of doing Maya's part. Because I feel like maybe they didn't have... Maybe Monica or the actress plays Monica was busy or something. And so they were like, let's get Maya to do it. Because it's weird that she wouldn't be there if she's the worker at the restaurant now, right? She's not in this episode at all. Hmm. Maybe she had Isn't it weird she's not there during this time? She was there the last episode. She was there so much. She was there more than Joan. Yeah. And now she ain't there. So, I don't know what happened, but glad it happened. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. Head over to our social media. Check out our pinned tweet for merch. At Hell Yes Girl on Twitter and at Hell Yes Girl on TikTok. Next episode is called Everybody Hates Monica. Mm -hmm. Including us. (laughs) (laughs) We won't be on that episode, but we will be talking about it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) so um hang out with us next week when we cover that episode and until then i am nettie smith and i'm etsy rowe and we will see you then guys bye